0: Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms.
1: So you've got a little more time for that. The plan to repair all D.C. public housing units so they're safe and sanitary. I'm Christy King. An announcement for the Fed since Stocks soaring at the closing bell Tuesday that I was up 737. It's 2 o'clock.
2: This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage.
3: I'm Tom Fody in Washington. Less than two months before many federal student loans are due, courts are blocking the Biden administration from going ahead with a plan to forgive some of them, most recently the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals.
4: This means that the program will not be implemented right now. This is obviously a blow for President Biden's debt relief plan. It's a safe bet that the Biden administration will appeal this ruling to the Supreme Court. The court is already considering a similar challenge to the program that started in the Eighth Circuit.
3: That is legal analyst Jessica Levinson. Well, the... The Biden administration and Congress are moving to prevent a railroad strike. Correspondent Nora O'Donnell with that. The House has
0: voted to block a potential railroad strike that could devastate the nation's already fragile economy. The bipartisan vote forces rail companies and workers to accept the agreement the White House helped negotiate in September. That includes a 24 percent raise over five years. Lawmakers took a second vote to add seven days of paid sick leave to the agreement. The bill now moves to the Senate and, if
3: approved, will be signed by President Biden, who called on Congress to intervene, And also very much tied to the nation's economy, a signal from the chairman of the Federal Reserve Board that its next major interest rate increase will be somewhat smaller than the last few. Taking a look at that, CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger.
1: The Fed is likely to raise interest rates by a half a percentage point at their meeting on December 13th and 14th. And unless inflation comes down
0: substantially, the Fed is going to be forced to keep these rates higher for longer.
3: But in the short term, Wall Street took the view that the cup is rather half full, jumping on what it considers good news, and the indexes were up pretty sharply, all of them at least 2%. CBS News correspondent David Martin tonight reporting the Pentagon is considering training 2,500 Ukrainian soldiers a month on bases in Germany. This, with Russia's invasion and war in Ukraine, now into month 10. and. Hundreds of students mourned together inside the University of Idaho Wednesday night. Family members of four slain classmates urging them to raise their eyes from grief and focus on love and the future. Forty years plus after the world came to know and fear the AIDS epidemic.
1: Activist Reverend Jimmy Gibbs is a gay
4: black man who started his battle against HIV when his best friend contracted AIDS in the 1980s. He says...
5: We've come a long ways, but...
4: There's much work to do. Gibbs says though many with the virus have gone from taking a number of pill cocktails per day to injections,
2: now the question is...
6: What does aging with HIV look like?
3: Correspondent Allison Keys, this is CBS News. My heart was racing just making spaghetti. I could have waited to tell my doctor, but I didn't wait. I was short of breath just reading
0: a book. I could have delayed telling my doctor, but I didn't wait. They told their doctors and found out they have atrial fibrillation, a condition which makes it about five times more likely to have a stroke. If you have one or more of these symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain, shortness of breath, fatigue, or lightheadedness, this is no time to wait. Contact
1: your doctor.
2: Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer.
1: WTOP at 203. The Thursday morning, 1st of December, welcome to a new month. Clear, breezy, colder this overnight early morning. Lows in the upper 20s to low 30s by daybreak. 41 once again in Washington right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your early Thursday morning ride. Topping the local stories we're looking at for you as we head into this 2 a.m. hour together this morning. It is one of the most heart-wrenching cases of missing children in our region in recent decades. We're talking this morning here at WTOP about Catherine Hoggle. The local Montgomery County mom, long suspected in the 2014 murders of her two small children, Sarah and Jacob, she is no longer facing criminal charges in this case. Some 30 times the Montgomery County mom being treated at a state psychiatric hospital has been found incompetent. Because of that diagnosis for five straight years, Maryland law now requires charges against her be dismissed.
2: This system is broken.
1: Troy Turner, father of Sarah and Jacob, who disappeared with Katherine Hoggle eight years ago.
2: Whenever someone can murder two children and then be treated as a regular patient, be given more rights than the kids or the survivors around them who they've affected, there's something really wrong."
1: The judge has also committed Catherine Hoggle to remain in a state psychiatric facility as long as she remains a danger to herself and the community. In Rockville, Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Transportation this morning locally. Drivers in Maryland, listen up. If you, have, you actually have two more months, you've been granted to pay those tolls without paying a penalty for doing so. The MTA, Maryland Transportation Authority, has just approved this week an extension on the civil penalty grace period for video tolls, the new deadline now is Wednesday, December 14th. The MDTA says it is offering the extension because of last minute's rush at their customer service centers just this week. One WTOP listener says she paid 200 bucks, but it would have gone up to 1200 after that deadline. On December 15th, the agency will resume referring unpaid toll bills to the central collection unit. Go to WTOP.com to find out how you can pay. WTOP News Time, now 2.05. At the same time this region is desperate for affordable housing, D.C.'s Housing Authority is said to be in disarray right now. A scathing report recently from the feds details dozens of deficiencies to be corrected, demands to be met, and corrections to be made by March 31st. Public housing is full of vacancies while tens of thousands of people languish on waiting lists. Many units that are occupied are in deplorable condition. The D.C. Council getting an update just this week. Detailing plans to bring all units up to code. The biggest challenge for us
4: at this point has not been money. It really has been capacity.
1: D.C. Housing Authority Director Brenda Donald says teams of contractors begin accelerated work in January. We're going to get
4: every single unit, starting with the occupied units, as well as the vacant ones, to do inspections and to have um, specific plans that will give us cost estimates of what it's going to take to repair those units.
1: And she says, fourteen thousand work orders have been cleared since summer. Christy King, WTOP News. WTOP News. Time now, two oh six. We're learning more from the DC pilot whose plane crashed into an electric transmission tower in Gaithersburg over the weekend.
6: I was flying too low in clouds, and bam, we hit a tower.
7: Early on after the crash, sixty-five-year-old Patrick Merkel tells WTOP he was concerned
6: that we might be sliding off the tower and to our deaths.
7: He says it's a miracle how they hit the tower.
6: If we had touched live wires with the wings, we would have short-circuited 40,000 volts and had an explosive eruption of the fuel tanks.
7: But that never happened, and in a precision operation that lasted several hours, they were rescued.
4: I'm very grateful that... uh, we were saved.
7: Both he and his passenger, Jane Williams, had injuries to their head. She also had broken ribs. They were both out of the hospital and very thankful to all those who helped, including... A huge swath of Montgomery County. ...which went without power during their rescue. Mike Murillo, WTOP News.
1: The 45th Annual Kennedy Center Honors returns to the nation's capital on a Sunday. It will honor George Clooney, Gladys Knight, and Amy Grant. Among others, the Sunday ceremony airs December 28th on CBS.
0: Every year, we think, well, last year was the best year ever. How are we ever going to be able to match that? And then we pull it all together. (laughs) Kennedy Center President Deborah Rutter will honor George Clooney. He is our generation's Cary Grant, Gladys Knight, somebody who we've all listened to for so long, changed the world. Amy Grant brings to her music her very soul. Tanya Leon found her way from Cuba to the United States, played every kind of role in classical music, and you too. The poetry of their music, the messaging of their music is so iconic. Jason Fraley, WTOP News.
1: Again, Sunday ceremony airs. December 28th on CBS. Good Thursday morning, December 1st, 208 on WTOP. Welcome. Slow
5: or clogged drains? Call Michael and son and get $100 off a train cleaning today.
1: Probably good weather on the 8th
5: and when it breaks, good morning to Rich Hunter. Uh, Good morning, Dean. A new problem in the district in northeast. A stretch of Sheriff Road is closed each way just to the east of Minnesota Avenue as a result of a crash. Again, traffic redirected each way there. As a result, natural workarounds use Burroughs Avenue to avoid Sheriff Road. So keep that in mind. Uh, Elsewhere, DC 295, I-295 are moving well. No early concerns along uh, the the, uh, South Capitol Street or Suitland Parkway. You're in pretty good shape on both so far into and out of the district. New York Avenue between northeast and northwest also in good shape. Now, if you're traveling on the Beltway in Virginia on the Interloop, headed north to Arlington Boulevard toward I-66, it appears traffic is stopped once again in the work zone. Once you do get by, you will get by single file. It's right and for those folks who can use it. The express lanes are open on the Interloop and do get by without delay, but just be prepared for slowdowns as a result of this uh, work zone. On the Outer Loop, as you head south from the Legion Bridge toward Georgetown Pike, single left lane, get you by. However, the exits to both the GW Parkway and Georgetown Pike are open. Then on the outer loop approaching I-66, the right lane and the off ramp to go west on 66, exit 49 are closed by the work zone. Posted detour takes you further south to Route 50 to work your way back. Thinking about adopting a new dog or cat, visit Fitzgerald Subaru Rockville on Saturday, December 3rd from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. where the Humane Rescue Alliance will have dogs and cats ready for adoption. Rich Hunter, W T Traffic.
7: A chilly start out there for sure and anytime the wind blows just makes it feel that much colder. I'm expecting wind chills uh, in the 20s and 30s around the time for that morning rush so make sure you're bundling up. The kids are all bundled up too, heading off to school or work, whatever it may be. Now as you move on during the afternoon highs in the mid 40s but wind chills in the 30s all day. Friday, high temperature 52, less wind and sunshine that's a pretty nice afternoon. And Then on Saturday going for a high of 63. We'll see some shower activity early in the day then the Wind picks up and the colder air moves in. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron.
1: We're at 42 degrees, College Park as well, on the National Mall, 39 in Fairfax. We're at 42 and holding at our nation's capital, 2 a.m. hour, Thursday morning, 1st of December, 2022. Welcome to a new month. Glad you're sharing it with us here at WTLP this early morning. This check brought to you this morning by Longfence. Save 15% on Longfence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in home estimate. Good morning. Welcome in, 211 on WTOP.
8: This holiday season, Diamonds Direct gives you the gift of 0% interest financing for three years on any purchase. With high prices and high interest rates everywhere else, Diamonds Direct is here with the incredible shopping experience you need. Our guaranteed best value prices will save you money. And with 0% interest, you can spread your payments over three years with no finance charge, period. And for this holiday season, we're showcasing an expanded selection of affordable and timeless holiday gifts. Rings, earrings, pendants, bracelets, colored gemstones... And if you're upgrading her diamond or getting engaged over the holidays, we have one of the largest diamond selections in America. All sizes and shapes, all cut for maximum brilliance, and all offered at our amazing direct importer, no middleman prices. Check out our holiday gift guide now at DiamondsDirect.com. Buy now or come into the showroom. Let one of our experts guide you in finding the holiday gift that's at the top of their list. And enjoy three years, zero interest financing on any holiday purchase. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Our passion.
7: This is WTOP News.
1: Good Thursday morning, December 1st, 212 on WTOP. Welcome in this early morning. Glad you're with us. It was a busy and historic making day this week on Capitol Hill, the House approving a bill that may keep our troubled economy from going over a cliff. The measure forces a deal between freight rail carriers and unions, blocking a strike next month. Now the Senate takes up the measure. And House Democrats elected New York Congressman Hakeem Jeffries as their brand-new leader, taking over for Nancy Pelosi. This morning, Politico founding editor John Harris with his take.
2: The chances are it will go through the Senate because it's the the alternative, uh, actually a strike happening, could potentially be devastating uh, for the economy. And I think people in both parties realize that notable that the president joe biden who has always been a very pro-labor president and politician before that he made it clear that there was no way that he would tolerate a strike the nation's economy just too fragile
0: hey john let's talk about democratic party leadership big story here hakeem jeffries was chosen to be the leader he's the first black lawmaker to be head of either party in congress and of course he's filling the role by the first ever woman house speaker nancy pelosi she sets a tough bar for him doesn't she
2: Oh, she sure does. Uh, Nancy Pelosi was uh, certainly controversial among Republicans, but I think as she stepped down, there's a huge appreciation of just how masterful she was at at keeping this Democratic party with all its diverse factions intact and unified. And that's going to be precisely the challenge for Hakeem Jeffries, although the ease with which he moved into the House leadership role suggests that he's got many of the same gifts that she
1: has. Well, let's talk about Kevin McCarthy, who is seemingly in line to be House Speaker, but uh, a couple of people objecting that. To that as well, do you still see McCarthy getting through to become the
6: next House Speaker?
2: Uh, I do, uh, but people are going to make him sweat. And probably he's going to, if he gets the job, he's going to keep sweating. He's got such a narrow margin with Republican control of the House and uh, so many Republican factions that are trying to leverage him. He's got the job he always wanted. He may not have a lot of fun in it.
0: How do you describe the mood around this uh, incoming class of 2023?
2: You know, I think it is an interesting generational change. Uh, Nancy Pelosi was 80 years old. Her top deputies were all in their late 70s. And uh, we are seeing a a generational change. Uh, Hakeem Jeffries, I believe, is 52. Kevin McCarthy's in his 50s. Uh, So I think that does sort of create a certain mood. This Congress is not static. Uh, It's reflecting change. Probably a good thing, given that uh, the generation before had really held power for so long.
1: Talking politics, that's Politico founding editor Jonathan Harris and a conversation with Sean and Hillary. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com.
9: Sports at
0: 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think
1: red. A Thursday morning, December 1st, two fifteen. Indeed Indy Sports Time. And Rob Stern once again this morning.
6: The Wizards got another dominant game from Kristaps Porzingis, but this time in a loss, falling to the Nets 113-107. Where followed up his career-high scoring performance Monday with a career-best 19 rebounds to go with his team-high 27 points in Brooklyn. My
7: body's feeling well. That's one thing. You know, I'm mentally I'm in a good place and, and, and playing my game, being aggressive, trying to figure out ways how I can be better for my teammates. They needed
6: to be better for him. Bradley Beal and Kyle Kuzma each scored 25 points, so the Wizards, outside of their big three, scored only 30. On a night when local products Kevin Durant scored a game-high 39 points in 37 minutes, KP. He's the best player in the world. You know,
7: he's, he's very hard to stop, you know, especially if he's feeling good. He's getting to the line. He's getting those damn ones. And he's coming off a, uh, I don't know, 45-point game also, you know, so he's confident.
6: The Wiz will try to avoid a fifth straight road loss in Charlotte Friday. Down a level, Georgetown second half rally fell short in the Big East-Big 12 battle. They fall to Texas Tech, 79-65, to drop back to 500. But George Washington... Cruised to a 79-55 victory over South Carolina to improve to 5-2. and In other final scores, George Mason needed overtime to beat Hofstra 81-77 and, like the Patriots of ECU, improved to 4-0 and at home with a 70-65 win over Vanderbilt. Howard lost by more points than they scored at Yale, 86-40, and Navy's three-game win streak ends with an 82-77 loss to Lipscomb. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. From 2 Thursday morning on WTOP.
1: Archdiocese of Baltimore confirms it's helping pay the legal expenses of an anonymous group of people that wants to seal a report by the Maryland Attorney General's Office on clergy sexual abuse of minors. An archdiocese spokesman telling the Washington Post the church is not trying to suppress the nearly 500-page report by Attorney General Brian Frosch, but he says the church has unspecified obligations to people named in the report but are not accused of sexual abuse who have argued their side should be heard before the report is made public. Stay tuned. Sad news from the world of entertainment this morning. Fleetwood Mac has lost one of its longtime members, singer-songwriter Christine McVie, dead at the age of 79.
0: Born in England in 1943, Christine Perfect was a session keyboardist and vocalist on Fleetwood Mac's second album before marrying bass player John McVie and joining the band in 1970. In 1975, their self-titled 10th album went global thanks to the addition of guitarist Lindsay Buckingham and then girlfriend Stevie Nicks, the breakout rock star who wrote and sang Landslide and Rhiannon. Both couples chronicled their breakups on their next album, Rumors, as Lindsay wrote Go Your Own Way, Stevie wrote Dreams, and Christine wrote You Make Loving Fun and Don't Stop. Go, you Christine went on to write hits like Everywhere and little lies.
4: Tell me lies, tell me sweet
0: little lies. Fleetwood Mac was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1999. Remembering Christine McVie, Jason Friley, WTOP News.
1: Among the stories we're following for you on WTOP, major development in the murder of two young kids in Montgomery County. A judge decides whether or not the mother in the case is competent to stand trial in the deaths. The deadline to pay off your Maryland tolls at a discounted price has been extended by a couple of weeks. You can get details on that at wtlp.com Keep it here for more details in just minutes on those developing stories. Thursday morning, December 1st at 2.18. <laughs> to
5: Rich Hunter, at the WTLP Traffic Center. All right. If you're traveling in Virginia on the interloop of the valley again, traffic stop between Arlington Boulevard and I-66. Once you do get moving, you will get by. Single file. It's right again. Don't really have a good visual, and now they've turned the camera at the beginning of the work zone to look at a disabled tractor trail on the right shoulder, so they have absolutely no idea what they're doing out there. So please be careful if you're traveling on the inner loop. On the outer loop, again, leaving the Legion Bridge headed toward Georgetown Pike, single left lane, gets you by the work zone. As of late, delays there have been brief, but keep in mind as more folks get on the road, that could get busy as well. Out of loop as you approach I-66, the right lane and the off ramp to go west on 66 closed. Beltway in Maryland, the only work active interloop between University Boulevard, and New Hampshire Avenue. We get by two lanes to right. Now back in Virginia on 95, northbound between U.S. 17 Falmouth and Centerport Parkway. Still getting by the work zone. Single file to right as of late. Just a brief tabular breaks there. Southbound 95 working in two locations. Near the car rest area in Dale City, blocking the left lane of three. And then between Centerport Parkway and U.S. 17 Falmouth, we're also down To a single right lane getting by. Rich Hunter, WTOB traffic.
7: Starting off on a cold note, wind chills in the 20s and 30s, and that's going to be the case most of the day. A very cold day, high temperatures only in the mid to upper 40s. Uh, as we move on through the evening hours, another cold night on Thursday night into Friday. Friday, though, a little bit better. Sunshine, a high of 52. That's not a bad day with lighter wind. Saturday, good chance for showers early in the day. Not expecting a lot of rain, and again, it will be early. Most of the afternoon is dry. Going for a high of 63, but then falling temperatures and wind bringing on a chilly Sunday. I'm Storm Team Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron.
1: Right now we're at 37 degrees in Rockville, 36 in Ashburn, 39 in District Heights. It's 42 in holding in our nation's capital. This check this morning brought to you by Nullacombe De Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. That's 1-800-279-5300 for com. Check them out.
7: It's 221. Good morning. WTOP and Silver Diner now bring you free lunch Friday
0: You're with WTOP and
2: Dean
7: Lane. Have Apple CarPlay or Android Auto in your car and the WTOP app on your phone, that you have one touch access to the WTOP live stream. Fifty trying
6: to head toward the westbound. Traffic
7: reports, podcasts, this
6: podcast has allowed us to and more.
2: And check it out today. This is
1: WTOP News. <laughs> There is a potential breakthrough this week for the millions of Americans affected by Alzheimer's disease. An experimental antibody treatment developed by Biogen and its Japanese partner has barely been shown to slow down the the progression... ...of cognitive decline in a study of nearly 1,800 different people. Now this morning, CBS News medical contributor Dr. David Agus joins us with more on the findings and what they actually mean.
4: There was a lot of hope placed on this drug because it is such a devastating disease. And so in this trial, half got placebo and half got an antibody infused every two weeks. And what it showed is that nobody improved, but the rate of decline slightly decreased in the people who got the antibody treatment but a cost of significant side effects, including brain bleed and brain swelling in the individuals who got the treatment. And so minor benefit, you know, it's so small that most of the doctors and the patients or their families couldn't really tell that the rate of decline had changed. But there was that real benefit there. So a glimmer of hope, but certainly not going to change the course of this disease in a big schema.
6: So ultimately, people hearing this, they want to know, would this help my family member? Do the benefits outweigh the risks, or is this the first step toward the next thing where the benefits may be greater than this one?
4: You hit the key question. In the beginning of January, the FDA will review this. My gut is, is that the benefits do not outweigh the risk, but this is a step toward trying to show that if you remove these plaques, which this drug clearly did and did well, that there may be some benefit if we could do it safer and better. So I do think it's a step, but it's not something that's going to dramatically change the course of the disease, unfortunately.
1: Why
0: is Alzheimer's such a difficult disease, much like cancer, to combat? Why is it elusive for scientists?
4: Well, we don't even know how the brain works, right? I, I can't tell you how your thoughts work, how your emotions work. And so to to develop treatments for a system that we don't understand is very difficult. Mm. And then you couple that is that it's a very slow disease. And by the time people are symptomatic, many times there's a lot of pathology in the brain. So we're not hitting it early. And so you know, in slow diseases, trials are hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars and require thousands of patients. So Is there the reason for capital risk for companies to put a lot into Alzheimer's? Historically, they've shied away from it because of the resources required. I think we, as the federal government and the United States, need to take a step here. Just like we have a cancer moonshot, I do think we're going to need to do an Alzheimer's moonshot to team up with researchers, investigators, companies around the country together to make an impact on this disease. We need it.
1: CBS News medical contributor, that's Dr. David Agus, and a conversation with Deb and Mark. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com.
7: Here in the community, in
6: Maryland says one person. Capital
7: bringing Ho- you the news that shapes our region. Listen to WTOP on air on the WTOP app and on Alexa. Washington's top news, constantly updated 24-7, 365.
1: Good Thursday morning. It's a new month. Welcome in, everybody, December 1st at 225. Tell us what you're seeing on your commute.
8: Call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. Washington's top news, traffic and weather, keeping you informed 24-7, 365. This Bloomberg Money Minute. The ball
9: is now in the Senate's court. The House yesterday passed legislation aimed at averting a nationwide freight railroad strike. The bill would impose an agreement brokered by the White House months ago, rejected by four of the railroad's 12 unions. The Senate could take action as soon as this week. Fallout from the collapse of the cryptocurrency exchange FTX continues to spread. Another crypto exchange, Kraken, is laying off 1,100 people or 30% of its workforce. Kraken is the world's third biggest crypto exchange by trading volume. While Disney has high hopes for Avatar The Way of Water, which is due to premiere in London next week. The sequel to the 2009 mega blockbuster Avatar has a tough act to follow. The original is the top-grossing movie of all time. The sequel's success will be a key measure of the wisdom of Disney's purchase of 20th Century Fox. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP.
8: Hi, I'm E.J. Williams for American Humane. For thousands of years, dogs have been our best friends in our worst times. Today, we're also learning that our best friends, millions of whom are abandoned each year, are often the best medicine when people are facing obstacles. To help both people and animals, organizations like American Humane have been working to harness the healing power of the human-animal bond, finding animals in need of forever
7: homes and training them as a life-saving service and therapy dogs to help our veterans